a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with Debbie Monterey, bringing you the news you need for this Thursday, March 9th. It'll be another big weekend in downtown St. Louis with the St. Patrick's Day Run and Parade, the Battle Hawks home opener, and the Blues are in town. St. Louis Police Captain Joseph Marici says there will be extra patrols. And around parking lots for, at both venues. We will also have additional personnel working secondary security and we'll utilize added support from our mobile cameras. Last weekend downtown, Marici says four cars were stolen, another 11 broken into. But as KMOX first reported Monday, Midtown visitors to the Armory and Foundry didn't fare as well. Captain Marici says that's another captain's district. And they've been going over strategies as far as security and things like that. Um, I know he had a meeting just yesterday with both of them. I'm not sure what came out of that meeting, but I do know that we're in constant talks with them as far as improving security. KMOX talked with both Midtown hotspots. The Armory has already installed fencing around their parking lot, added more cameras, and hires off-duty police officers to work secondary. Maria Aquina, KMOX News. The success of the new soccer stadium opens up other sports opportunities for the region. The College Cup, men's and women's, the, the men's and women's soccer national championship love to bring that event here. The St. Louis Sports Commission waiting to hear on a bid for the Olympic <laughs> gymnastic trials for 2024. President Mark Schreiber. Love to see the U.S. figure skating championships, which we last hosted in 2006. We'll be eyeing that event for 2026, which is an Olympic year. So it would, in essence, um, be the Olympic trials that year. Arming Missouri teachers takes a big step forward in Jefferson City. It might not be just the school resource officer who's armed on campus after the Missouri House passed a bill Wednesday expanding those who may carry weapons. Representative Chris Dinkins wants to expand that to trained teachers and staff. Well, this language is actually already in place other than the only words that I'm adding, other designated personnel. She says a single resource officer might not be enough to stop an active shooter, but it would be up to each district to set their own policies. Her bill now heads to the Senate. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. An update now on volleyball player Janae Edmondson. She's the 16-year-old Tennessee girl who had her legs amputated after a car crash downtown. The family is back in Tennessee now where Janae is hospitalized and addressing some additional health concerns. That's according to her GoFundMe page. Her parents released a statement thanking everyone for their support but giving special thanks to SSM SLU Hospital and police. This is Kevin Killeen. St. Louis is on the map of the Mexican drug cartels. Well over 80% of the uh, the illicit drugs coming into the St. Louis division uh, are originating in Mexico. St. Louis DEA field intelligence manager Tim Hutchinson tells KMOX that Mexico's top two drug cartels, both of them heavily armed, deliver the illegal drugs here, but so far they have not clashed with each other on the streets of St. Louis. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey gives our Michael Calhoun the latest on his quest to get Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner removed from office. Attorney General Bailey says next week will be big. The clock is ticking down for Gardner to respond to a subpoena for a wide range of documents. We anticipate she will file an answer by next week and then we'll get moving from there. We have started uh, the discovery process, issuing subpoenas. 
We filed motions with the court. I anticipate the court will want to hear those motions shortly after the circuit attorney files her answer. Bailey on Total Information PM explained his case rests on three principles. The first, that Gardner refused to prosecute cases and those languished. The second, that her office refused to inform and confer with victims. And number three, that she refused to file new cases that had been referred by police. Bailey tells KMOX he does not expect the situation to drag on. We anticipate an expeditious resolution to the issue. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. A prominent auto dealer not only faced with the loss of his Columbia, Illinois home, but the loss of two dogs killed. George Skip Weber and his wife were not hurt in a fire early Monday on Charlotte Avenue in the Stonegate Estates. Weber expressed gratitude in the aftermath on the Dave Glover Show. God is great and he is and he saved us from this. I can tell you that right now. And uh, and I and I believe it. I know what I feel it. And then the next thing to say is there are not a finer group of people than the Columbia Volunteer Fire Department. Cause of fire has not been determined. The home is a complete loss. St. Louis County will spend $300,000 on a campaign to promote Proposition M on the April 4th ballot. The county council approved the expenditure Tuesday, calling it an educational campaign on a recreational marijuana sales tax. Longtime watchdog Tom Sullivan told the council the move may not be legal. The law prohibits public money to be spent to support or oppose a ballot measure. There is no exception for, quote, educational or, quote, informational purposes. The council approved spending the money five to two, but without any discussion. A bill to let students attend schools outside the district they live in gained final passage in the Missouri House Wednesday. Representative and professional educator Rachel Prouty of St. Louis County is opposed. We're not really interested in coming up with the best way in ensuring that parents or children have choices in education. We want to score political points. The vote was somewhat close. At 85 to 69, the open enrollment bill now moves to the Senate. Now, KMOX Health Editor Fred Bottomer. A new study out of Washington University and Harvard finds diabetes and obesity are on the rise in young adults. KMOX Health Editor Fred Bottomer talked about that with one of the study's co-authors, WashU cardiologist Dr. Karen Joint-Maddox. So in this study, we wanted to look at cardiovascular risk factors in young adults, so things that make it more likely that someone will have heart problems or a stroke down the road. It's been studied a lot in older people, but as you can imagine, it's really important to know how we're doing in terms of those problems in younger people so that we know if we're making progress or what we need to do. So we looked at high blood pressure or hypertension, high blood sugar or diabetes, high blood cholesterol or hyperlipidemia, obesity, and whether people had smoked. And so unfortunately, we found that for three of those, they've actually gotten worse over the past decade in young adults. And by young adults, I mean folks between about age 20 and 44. So high blood pressure has gone from about 9% to about 11%, diabetes from about 3% to about 4%, and obesity from about 33% to about 41%. High cholesterol got a little bit less common, and smoking didn't really change. Why do you think some of those numbers went up? That's a great question, and that's sort of what we need to figure out next. You know, in general, I think there's a lot of pressures on people that make it very difficult to stay healthy. It's difficult to find time for physical activity. It's difficult and can be expensive to eat well. There's a lot of stress going on right now, and so it can be really hard to stay healthy when there's a lot of stress in your life. So it's possible that those things have been impacting people's health. We always worry about things like access to health care, of course, and whether or not someone can get the care that they need when they initially are found to have these problems. 
We also saw that some of these trends were worse among people who are from racial or ethnic minority groups. So we saw that among black young adults, they were more likely to have high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity than white young adults. And Mexican-American young adults also were more likely to have diabetes and obesity. White young adults were the most likely to have a smoking history. So there are also these health inequities that we see that are already present by the time people are in their 20s and 30s. So how do you want us to interpret these findings? What that really means is we need to double down on prevention in young people. We can't wait until people are 50 or 60 and having their first heart attack or stroke. We need to start much earlier than that. We really have to get healthier as a country, which sounds like a pretty tall order, and it is. But that has to start with kids and with young adults. So we could prioritize healthy food in schools or at home. We could try to make it more affordable and more acceptable to eat a healthy diet. We should prioritize ways to let kids and young adults stay physically active, either formal exercise or even just, you know, hanging out and doing something active instead of being in front of the TV or video games. And if we really want to make progress on health equity, we have to start when people are young. It's too late once people are already having heart attacks or strokes. That's Dr. Karen Joint Maddox, a cardiologist at Washington University School of Medicine. I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.